Good morning, Good Hope, good morning all of our viewers across the world. We want to thank you for the privilege of your time joining us here this morning on I Hope Church here at the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. My name is Minister Chris Johnson. I am standing in place of our senior pastor, Dr. D.Z. Cofield. We thank God for both our senior pastor and our first lady, Tori Cofield. Look, we're in the month of July, but we're still celebrating our senior pastor's 27th pastoral anniversary. And guess what? We want to thank all of you all for making it, making it a success and showing your appreciation and your love for our pastor, Pastor Cofield. Look, we're going to go into our scripture reading on this morning. Our scripture reading is found in Psalms, the 34th chapter, verses 1 through 3. And the word of God reads as such. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Let's go to God in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you on this morning for this day. God, thank you so much for your protection of us this week. Thank you for your provision for us this week. Thank you for your presence with us this week. God, we come into your presence with thanksgiving and praise and worship. And God, we sit in expectation of the worship and the praise that will take place on this morning. God, we thank you for the preached word that will come from our minister on this morning. And God, we thank you ultimately for all of the things that you're doing for us through your son, Jesus Christ. God, we love you and we thank you for all of these blessings. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, Good Hope, it's time for worship. We're going to go into our time of praise and worship. And following our praise and worship, we'll have our word on this morning. Praise the Lord, everybody. Psalm 47, verse 1 says, Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. So wherever you are in your house, even if it's early in the morning, I want you to shout unto God because you have the victory. You're victorious in every circumstance, every situation of your life. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Let's go. Clap your hands, say, all ye people, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Clap your hands, say, Shout unto, Shout unto God with the voice of For the Lord most high, Lord most high is over all the earth.
your name today God and we give you all the glory he can do miraculous things does anybody believe that today God can make a way yes he can God can make a way Yes, he can. 
Though the tears may fall, God sees them all. God can make a way. Yes, He can. Yes, He can. God can heal you. Oh, yes, He can. See, there is no pain you feel that heaven cannot heal. So God can heal you. Oh, yes, He can.
God sees them all. God can make a way. Yes, He can. Hey, y'all, look, I, I, I don't know about you, but that worship was on fire. It was lit, and there is nothing that gets you going on a Sunday morning like an on-fire praise for God. Listen, we're going to go into our word for this morning, and we're looking forward to that. And so let's go to God for our word on this morning. Heavenly Father, we come today to say thank you for this grand opportunity to reach out to the world. We pray that all that we do and all that we say will be pleasing in your sight. We say this and we ask in the precious and the powerful name of Jesus, every amen. The Rolling Stones magazine positioned it six out of 500 on a list of the greatest albums of all times. It was released in January of 1971 by one of the smoothest songwriter, composers, and performers for all times. CNN celebrated 50 years with Don Lemon as host, interviewing Smokey Robinson, Stevie Wonder, Spike Lee, and Maxwell, and others. Smokey Robinson said the album was prophecy. Maxwell mimicked his style. This American singer-songwriter recording produces seven album with platinum and inspired by Frankie, his younger brother. The lyrics explore the themes of yesterday and today, drug abuse, poverty, the Vietnam War, life, death, governments, whites, blacks, prejudice, humility, violence, and police brutality. The album today is still recent, real, and is still relevant. His name was Marvin Gaye, Prince of Motown and the Prince of Soul. The name of the album and first song is What's Going On, paired with others, God is Love, Mercy, Mercy Me, ICB, What's Happening Brother, Save the Children, Holy, Holy. The album was labeled by CNN as the anthem of the ages. But many believe there's a prototype even in your Bible and his name is Isaiah, the Prince of Prophets. He proclaimed a timeless, enduring, and transcending message to the divided kingdom of Judah. His penmanship conveyed a timely message of fruitless warnings, exhortation, freedom from exile, the coming of our Savior, expressing God's love and righteousness focused on Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. While Marvin asked the question in his lyric, what's going on, to create an awareness of world instability, Isaiah, the prince of prophets, offered the remedy 
for a stable and balanced life through a song trusting in God's protection. Without question, it is just the anthem of the ages, but it's also the anthem for the ages. Follow me to Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Richard Bodie, book inside the sermon, always asked and said, how did you get here? I got here through a song, and I got here through a word. Every season there's a song that tends to carry me through, even in this time of the pandemic. That song was Give Me You by Shanna Wilson, and that song was Isaiah chapter 23, verse, chapter 6, verse 23. And the approach to this kind of was overwhelming because Isaiah's a book, 66 books, somewhat difficult to get your arms around, but you got to figure out the who, what, when, where, why, and how, and that's the approach to the passage. But more than anything else, it's like golf. When you set up to hit the ball, you have to set up. So the who, what, when, where, why, and the how could overwhelm him, but I was blessed in reading through this book and through finding out about Isaiah and that one of the keys to the book is how he wrote the book, his writings, and his name. How he wrote the book tends to put you over there, and it puts you over there, and it puts you up there, and it puts you back there, and it puts you in yonder, and it puts you in yesterday, and it puts you back there. There's a lot of movement to the book, but, but the Spirit was telling me that, that that's the way God is. He's over there, and he's over there, and he's back there. He's everywhere, even and during this pre- and post-demic period. God is connected, and he's concerned, according to Hebrews 13 and 8. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He's the same God that brought you in, the same God that's keeping you through, and he'll be the same God who's going to bring you out. Isaiah is often remembered by his commission in the year that King Uzziah died, the time of the divided kingdom. The book Isaiah is often referred to as the fifth gospel and is quoted over 66 times in the, two, in the New Testament. Some familiar passages, and you're familiar with them. The Lord saves, Isaiah 49. A son is given, Isaiah 9. Our bearer, Isaiah 53. Renewing your strength, Isaiah 40. Looking through the lens of the book, we see Isaiah's reign over Judah that included a strong empire with a massive military, but a weak walk with the Lord, starting with the leadership. Because Isaiah contaminated the priestly duties in disobedience by offering incense on the altar. The repercussions are noted in chapters 1 through 23 where the prophecies of judgment concerning Judah, Jerusalem, and foreign nations were declared. He proclaims the redemption of Israel through world judgment with the devastation of the earth in chapter 24 and in 25, the prophet raised, praises God for his judgments. In chapter 26, we see a prophetic song of praise to God. It is a song of the future when Israel has been restored because of disobedience. Recognizing this, peace in God. God's power, God's supremacy, God's purity, and God's protection. 
In that day, verse 1, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. In that day, in verse 1, this song would be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. He sets up walls and ramparts for security. But don't forget, they were transported, criticized, scorned, stripped of property and honor, and reduced to prisoners and captives. Yet their confidence in God had not been shaken. They still trusted and still believed that he could and that he would deliver them. So don't forget where you were versus where you are. Sometimes we thank him for what he's done, but God, thank you for what you have not done. In chapter 26, verse 1, it's a new day now. And in verse 3, the times... Timeless, transcending, and life-changing lyrics are these. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. King James Version. I know some of y'all packing the King James. Isaiah 23, in LT, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. I want to pull this passage, this verse apart, then I promise you, I'll put it back together. God will keep you in perfect peace. God will keep you in perfect peace. Isaiah validates the existence of God and his attributes. God will keep you true or false. I think for many of us that have gone through this season of life and are under the sound of my voice can validate the fact that God will keep you. But God will keep you. And how can he? Because God is a keeper. God has something special whereby he can keep you, he can keep me, he can keep your house, your money, your car, and mine all at the same time, he will keep you. How can he keep you? Because of who he is. And that's my first point. Embrace the fact that God is sovereign in your life, in my life, whether you believe it or whether I don't. Embrace the fact that God is sovereign. Well, what do I mean? God can see all, God knows all, and God has all power to do whatever he want to do, when he want to do it, how he want to do it, through whom he wants to do it, where he wants to do it, for his own glory. An old preacher told me back at one of my former churches, he said, son, if you could just see him, get your arms around sovereignty, you're halfway there. Because it won't bother you what he's doing in somebody else's life. It won't bother you how he's blessing somebody over on that side of the track. God can do what he wants to do when he wants to. In the book of Isaiah itself demonstrates God's activity in every facet of our life. God will keep you. That's a fact. Because God is sovereign, sovereign. So get your arms around his attributes in that he can do whatever he wants to do 
when he wants to. But the text always says, thou will keep you in perfect peace. So we got to deal with this perfect peace issue because there's a worldly peace of sitting on the balcony smoking a cigar, sipping on gin and juice. That's not peace. Peace comes from the realization that he loves us. He is in control, never leaves or forsakes us, and our destiny is settled. His peace transcends all understanding. It is the harmony and calmness of body, mind, and spirit that supersedes earthly circumstances. Look at Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Colossians 3.15 And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body be thankful. Whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts thee. Whose mind is stayed. Whose mind is stay. Thou will keep you whose, whosoever you meet, whose mind is stayed on him. So it's very important today, my second point is, you need to manage your mind. Manage your mind. You are the steward of your mind. If God's going to keep you in this season, if he's going to take you in this season, if he's going to watch over you in this season, the one thing you're going to have to do and have the freedom and the power to do is to manage your own mind, not somebody else's, but your mind. During this pandemic, I learned a valuable lesson about my mind and my memory. I found out they are not synonymous. I found out they are not the same. My mind and my memory are totally different. During the pandemic, COVID caught me, or either I caught COVID. And the first thing that started to happen, I lost my taste. Then I lost my smell. And then my mind became somewhat distorted. And, and, and it was revealed to me through the Spirit of God that my mind is so temporary. And for some of us, we have lost so much of it, even during our younger years, through some inappropriate activity. But our minds, our minds are what God gave us to communicate and to commune with him. Your memory will soon leave you. Your white blood cells will soon die because of your age. Your memory will desert you because of time. Your mind is the processor and your memory is the database. God gave us a mind to shape what our memories collect. Listen, <laughs> it can be robbed if you don't guard it. Philippians 4, 7, in the peace of God with passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. So stay stable. A stable mind, a stayed mind is a stable mind. So how can it become 
unstable. One reason is the availability of stuff. And I noticed that during the pandemic, that the height of the pandemic presented several areas of heightened statistics. Drug use, porn, alcohol, domestic violence, and even homicide were over 50% in the statistics. It is no doubt a disaster that our mind is a terrible thing to waste. But the tragedy is, is that some of us just give it away. We just have to give a piece of people a piece of our minds. And you can't afford to give away any of it. The text challenged the location of our minds. It says stayed. When you look at the Hebrew word stayed in the Hebrew, it's pronounced shamak. Meaning to lean or bend or take hold, set self, establish. The primary meaning of the word is to lean upon. So according to Revelation 3.15, God has an attitude when we're lukewarm. He said, I'd rather you be hot or I'd rather you be cold. So the question is, where is your mind? Where is your mind? There is a biblical remedy. For some, we just need to refresh. It's an action item. Philippians 4, 8, and 9 says, Finally, my brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellent, if any worthy of praise, dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Action item. Some of us just need to refresh. For others, we need to renew. Action item number two, Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Remember, a stayed mind is not about your mind, but it's about the God of a stayed mind. It is a mind that has confidence in God. It is not agitated by trials to which it is subject, not by persecution, not by poverty, not by sickness, not by want or bereavement. So trust in God, according to Proverbs 3 5, with all thine heart. And lean not into thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct your paths. So those who trust in the Lord would have a steadfast mind. As a result, those who have a steadfast mind will be kept by God in perfect peace. For the Christian, for the Christian... Perfect peace is a byproduct of the simple command to trust God.
So my prayer today is to thank God for allowing me to be a part of his process and an active participant in his plan. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and kindness, goodness, and mercy. And we pray that our minds will stay bent toward you. That we would honor and obey your statutes so that we can live a life of godly peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for Jesus. It is in your precious name we pray. Amen. Hey, guys, I, I, I don't know about you, but that was a powerful, a powerful and on-time word from our director of mobilization, Pastor Todd Strayhorn, an anthem for and of the ages, what's going on. We want to thank Pastor Strayhorn for allowing God to use him on this morning and give us a word that will help us contextualize what's going on in our world through the word of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Pastor Strayhorn. Hey, listen, before we leave, we have a few brief announcements that we would like to give you so that you'll know what's going on here at the church. First, on this Wednesday, uh, every Wednesday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., we have our food bank here on the campus of Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. We want to thank all of our food bank volunteers as well as our directors of mission and outreach, Pastor Mark Sloan. We want to thank everyone who comes out, volunteers, and serves in the food pantry. It's your giving that makes all of this available for us to serve and do the kingdom work. Another announcement, we also want to thank everyone who participated in Vacation Bible School on this past week. Thank you so much for making it a success. We want to thank all of our children and youth volunteers who gave their time to make sure that our children and our youth grow in their relationship with Christ. We want to thank Dr. Misha Birkins, our Director of Children of Youth here at Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. Look, before we get out of here, we want to make sure that if you want the opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ, that you would go to our website, goodhope.org. We have a message there from our senior pastor. If you want to accept Christ, he has a special message for you. And we want to make sure that we talk with you and walk with you through this journey together. Look, God is doing something wonderful in me, and I know he's doing something wonderful in you. And so regardless of what's going on in your life, God is not finished with you yet. And as long as we continue to put our hands into his, he'll make sure that every need is met. Love you. Take care. God bless. And we'll see you on next week.
Showing up on the outside. And it's showing up on the outside. 